Hi everyone, it's Hans. Uh, sorry, Bernhard. Uh, I just won won my 42nd Champions Tour event uh, here in Richmond at age 64. So for all you old guys, uh, very encouraging. Hang in there and keep trying. Uh, hopefully, I'm a good example for you all, and uh, we'll uh, we'll go on to Boca in a couple of weeks. Uh, thanks for your support. Love you all. Take care. Welcome to the program, folks. It is Monday at 64 years old. So Bernhard Langer wins his 42nd win on the PGA Tour Champions. 42nd. The all-time record is 45 by Hale Irwin. And forever, you know, everyone's being asked. He, he being asked and everybody else. Well, do you think he can do it? You think he can do it? Now he's only three away. And he might win the Charles Schwab Cup for the, like, sixth time at 64 years old. It was a playoff against Doug Barron, both finishing on 14 under par. Uh, Steve Flesh finished two back at 12 under. He had a 73 in the final round, whereas Bernard Langer went uh, 69, Doug Barron 68. Ernie Els tied for fourth at 63 in the final round. Ken Duke also tied for fourth. He, good solid all around, 68, 69, 68. Also tied for fourth on that mark of 11 under par, so three shots adrift of the playoff. Tim Petrovic, Steve uh, Alker, Thong Chai JD starts a group at 10 under par. It includes Matt Gogol, Jim Furyk. Uh, let's see, Darren Clark starts a group at 9 under par. These are scores tied for 11th. Darren Clark, Marco Dawson, Jeff Sluman, tied for 14th. Their scores are 8 under par. Bob Estes, Scott Perel. Let's see, tied for 16th, 7 under par. Kirk Triplett, Tim Heron, Retief Goosen, Tom Byron, Jay Haas, Stephen Ames, Alex Cheka, Gene Sowers, Scott Dunlop. Let's see, tied for 25th, 5 under par. I'm just jumping around here because I want to see pull out some names. Uh, Tom Lehman finished at 5 under. Jose Maria Olathabo finished at 5 under. Tied for 31st at 4 under Miguel Angel Jimenez. Tied for 31st at 4 under part, Paul Stankowski. Dom, that's pretty good. He went 71, 72, 69 for Paul. So, I'm not sure with the playoffs, Dom, I'm not sure how it works for Paul Stankowski. He will get into this week, will he not? If I'm not mistaken, won't he? Won't he carry on as a, as a result? <clears throat> he always asks me questions when I'm chewing. But you're always <clears throat> chewing. The short answer, Matt, as I fold my napkin, and I'm gonna be professional here. Wipe your mouth on your sleeve. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, well, well. We gotta get professional here. Let me let me wipe this jelly off my mouth here. Hello, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Very professional here. Oh, are we, are we on? Okay. Um, first of all, there is no Champions Tour event uh, this week. It's a it's a break, and then the, next the week playoffs. is yeah, the, you know I think I mean. it's called the Timber Tech Championship. Timber Tech. And I actually don't know the answer to your question. I'm going to try and see if I can find the sort of priority rankings. I actually would lean towards. I don't think he would get in because it's considered the playoffs. But, but let this me see week if I was the playoffs too. Advantage. So I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Send him a text and ask him. Yeah, I could do that, too, although it's kind of early. I feel bad sending him a message as soon as he wakes up. Also, I'm it's scared. kind of a mean message to send right away. 
Well, like, no, hey, he was... we're on the air right now. Just wondering. Uh, no, he so was like, the one on with us a week or... a week ago <laughs> saying he didn't have status. He was he at the time he was relying on sponsors exemptions, but he clearly played in this event. And so all I'm asking is, okay, you're inside the number. Do you advance? I would think, contrary to you, I think the answer is going to be yes. But I'll see if I can find out for you. Yeah, what I'm happens? Glad from there? that I wiped the jelly away and got all ready to, to give. Yeah, you look much more useless. presentable. Thank you, Dominic. We're all we're all very appreciative of that. Now, tied for whatever 40, I can provide. <laughs> tied for forty seventh, level par. Phil Mickelson with seventy one, seventy four, seventy one. I guess even Phil had some fun with his pre-tournament comments about saying, you know, he can free wheel it. Uh, he can hit the ball wherever he wants to. And because he's very good with his wedge, he can, he's very dangerous. He got, Phil Mickelson got beat by Bernhard Langer by 14 shots. And the Hans thing that, that he was doing there was because of, Don, what event was it where, you're chewing again, aren't you? What event was it where, where Bernhard course. was dressed up like the, I thought my work was done, but no. No, no, no. Your work's never done. You need where, more stuff. Where <laughs> Bernhard got dressed up like the groundskeeper and Hans. I think and it was apparently, two weeks ago. And everybody knew who he was? Yeah, yeah. It was, for those who didn't see it, he, Andrew, put up a picture. We have a picture, I believe, of him with Phil Mickelson in his, <laughs> there he is. If you're watching on the TV side, he, he has, again, for those listening on the radio, what they did is they dressed him in attire of a groundskeeper. So he's got, like, work pants on. He's got a credential. They gave him a long sort of brown beard and a little bit different hair and sunglasses. And he's holding, you know, like a steel big leaf blower. And what he was doing is he was walking around on the greens, even in the fairway, and just bothering players. Like, they're getting ready to tee off, and he's just, like, blowing their feet. And they're like, what is, what is with this guy? The problem, Matt, mm-hmm. with this is even look at that picture, Andrew. Put it, put it back up for, if you're looking on TV. For those who are especially on the PGA Tour, I just feel like Bernhard Langer is so recognizable, Matt. And so what happened was for almost all of the little things he was trying to interfere with Phil, interfere with Darren Clark on the green, almost all the players immediately were like, Come on, Bernhard Langer, get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, they needed to do something like put him in baggy clothes or. Yeah, they needed to go a little bit above and beyond to sort of sell it hard. And when he and the problem was when he spoke with his Hans accent, it was yeah. like, is that Bernhard Langer? And then he would talk and they'd be like, oh, that's definitely Bernhard yeah, Langer. Bernhard, this is a yeah. big joke. And it kind so of, anyway, it kind that's of what he was joke. referring to when he did the whole Hans thing to start. So. He did speak to the media afterwards about his emotional reaction to this victory because it had been a while since he had broken through of the stress of that final putt and how special it is to win at the age of 64. And he's hoping it will not be his last, which, of course, brings in that conversation again. If he can get three more in in Ty Hale Irwin, can he do it now? For a while, it was looking like it wasn't likely. Uh, And maybe it still isn't likely. I'm not sure if that's even safe to say. Uh, talking about being the oldest winner at that age of 64, but he started with saying this, that he's just really happy with the win. Well, it's, uh, it's been about a year and a half since I've won, so that's a very long time. And I've had some very close calls. I've lost some playoffs, finished runner-up several times. 
So uh, I wanted this real bad, and um, you know, in the playoff, you just never know. You, you know, we saw what happened. Uh, Mine could have lipped out and Ducks could have gone in, who knows. Uh, but it, it, it was an awesome feeling and uh, both Terry McCaddy and I, you know, were trying really, really hard these last few months and we're knocking on the door. I mean, I've had, I don't know, three or four or five top five finishes lately. And and when you don't get the W, it's, it's a little disappointing. But I had a, a wonderful uh, Bible verse given to me this morning where it says, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And I've said that over and over today, and it just gave me a, a peace and a belief that, that I can do it. Uh, because I am 64, and uh, that's it's not doesn't get easier when you get uh, older, and there's a lot of young young guns out here trying to take over. So you're the oldest winner ever on the tour? I believe that's correct. I think Scott Hope was uh, up until now in, in the team event last year, but uh, yeah, I've just surpassed him now. Does that feel like kind of a tribute to your conditioning and your attention to all that stuff? Well, I think it's just uh, encouraging to everybody that's over 50 or 60 <laughs> that that we can still, uh, you know, perform at a very high level and, and you should never give up. There's always room for improvement. And uh, of course, you know, physical conditioning is one thing. you got to be mentally tough. you got to have good... Uh, technique and nerves and, and all the rest of it but uh, I've hit a lot of quality shots these last few days and uh, you know finally was blessed with a with a BMW Did you uh, have sorry to? with a W not a BMW <laughs> Bernard I know I know every win matters and means a lot to you but man it just feels like you know like you said like you've, you've been really close you, you've really wanted to win over the last year and a half like does this one mean something different yeah, it's very special because when you get to my age, you never know if you're going to win again. You know, it's as simple as that. And so uh, hopefully this won't be the last one. But, uh, you know, if it is, it was very special. And uh, to, to have been become the oldest so far to win out here, uh, it's not easy. You know, it doesn't matter what you do, it's not easy. And there have been a lot of great players before me from Nicholas to Palmer to Snead to Trevino and on and on you go. And so I've been very blessed and fortunate to have gotten this far. Any stress involved in that winning putt? <laughs> Are you kidding me? There's <laughs> 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 stress with every shot. So, uh, and especially when you have a, you know, a deciding putt or deciding shot. So there's always stress. Was yeah. that about three feet? No, that was about uh, six feet, I would think. Yeah. Okay. Bernard, can you tell us about that reaction when, when the putt went in? Because like, I, I feel like people out here like think of you as so... You know very machine-like and you know not not always emotional but it felt like you know when you made that putt oh there's a lot of emotions out there and i'm i'm emotional i mean uh, you might not see it you know but my brother knows me very well and he can tell just by what's going on in my facial expressions or my eyes or whatever and uh you know i get mad at myself when i mess up and, and i'm uh, I, I'm very happy when I do things well, uh, even though I expect the best, you know, or, or lots of good things because I, I put the work in, I've done it long enough. But uh, as I said, you know, this has been a very special win. It's been a long time coming, and uh, I've, I've had some very, very close calls, which was, you know, in a sense frustrating and, and disappointing. So when it actually happens and, and you win, it's, it's exciting. Did a dumb
Did I just hear you say to Andrew while we were playing back Bernhard Langer's triumphant press conference that you forgot to put a cane in the thumbnail for, for one of these pieces of Yes, content? that's correct. That's correct. That's very cruel. No, it's not cruel. I'm trying to... I'm trying to a cane put too. a serious focus on his age and how incredible what he's accomplishing is. Think about the like everybody listening and watching right this now. Is, this is when Dom think tries to make it people, noble that he was going to use a cane. Think about the, the people you know that are 64, 65. Yeah. And now picture them on their couch watching a Falcons game with a beer and a bag of chips. And picture and that cane. person beating Phil Mickelson in a Champions Tour By playoff 14 event. shots. That's incredible. Yeah. It's unbelievable what he has accomplished. Absolutely unbelievable. Now, one thing I, I didn't want to mention to you, Matt, which I'm curious. Especially with his diminished mobility. Matt's, Matt's historic perspective and understanding is much deeper than mine. Wouldn't you be able to make a very serious argument that uh, his list of wins, 42 now on the Champions Tour, is significantly more impressive than Hale Irwin's? Because at the time when Hale Irwin played, it was not nearly as deep on the Champions Tour as it is now, correct? No, I wouldn't agree with that at all. Hale Irwin was like more prolific at a deep? younger age on the Champs Tour. If you look at the scale of when Hale Irwin was winning, he was winning more and winning more often at a younger age. But the, but the players, in terms of the depth and quality of players in the PGA Tour champions, was every bit as good when Hale Irwin was competing as it is now. Remember, Hale so Irwin was, was still out there. Is not impressive. Lee Trevino won 29 times on the PGA Tour champions. He also won 29 times on the PGA Tour. He was still competing and winning when Hale Irwin started winning. And Hale Irwin's the all-time winner. So, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't in any way diminish the accomplishment of Hale Irwin uh, by comparison to, to Bernhard Langer. I would give Bernhard Langer all the credit in the world that it's 64 years old. He just won for the 42nd time. So we saw, speaking of Phil Mickelson, we saw Phil Mickelson win as the oldest man to win a major this year. We just saw Bernhard Langer at 64 years old win yesterday. So another interesting conversation for me would be the conversation of should we expect that through flexibility, training, uh, dialing down performance, which we're talking about, you know, launch angles and things like that, uh, equipment, all these different factors. Can we expect, should we expect that we're going to see players winning older than what they used to for a whole, whole variety of, of different reasons? Because so much of the game is usually focused on the youth and, you know, the youth taking over and, and you know, doing all the things that they do, including hitting the ball a mile, et cetera. Uh, but Phil still hits the ball with plenty of distance. Bernhard isn't particularly long, but obviously he's very accurate. And, and continuing to use the long putter has worked for him. It looks like he's anchoring. But I asked the USGA about that one time. I said, Bernhard says he's not. But do you guys check that? How do you know? And he, they, they told me it was a matter of intent. And that they basically asked him, um, Bernhard, at any time, do you anchor the, the butt end of that putter? And he's like, nine. Okay. I guess that's enough. Uh, PXG's new Gen 4 golf clubs are the most advanced, best-performing golf clubs that we have ever made, packed with new innovations like aluminum vapor technology, precision weighting technology, X-Core technology, and more. Gen 4 irons, drivers, fairways, and hybrids deliver incredible ball speed, distance control, sound, and feel. Visit pxg.com or call 844-PLAY-PXG to learn more. PXG, 
Nobody makes golf clubs the way we do, period. How do I deal with that, Don? Um, it's just not the same. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Actually, don't we have a clip of him saying that? Do we have a clip of him I saying that? I think we do. No way. Oh, we he do, said it Andrew, on our show. You're talking uh, about the interview. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I it's had at the very end him. of it, though. Yeah, and then I, that, the very, very end, the very last thing he said. I asked Andrew, him one time, get, it's like you're in an airport someplace and you're just talking like, can I get an orange juice? And it's like, do people recognize your voice? And he told me somewhere he was someplace and somebody did, right? He did say someone did. And then he, he had to tell the guy the commercial line. The guy asked for the commercial I think line. He he gave, I think he gave him the kaboom, baby. Airport. Yeah, I think he had to give him the kaboom, baby. <laughs> He is a beauty, I'll tell you that. There's no doubt about that. So we also, I think, are starting to witness history on what's going on with the LPGA. Now, they were in Korea. Now, because of all the global pandemic stuff, the field wasn't as deep. But nonetheless, the field still had some very formidable players. Jin Young-Ko won again with a final round of 64. I'm not kidding She's back to world number one again. It's, it's amazing. Uh, he's Yon Lim, who finished behind her. I think, watching her play, it, uh, it ends up, I, I, again, I, I, I just think that after watching play, after watching the playoff and all the rest, I think she's going to be a global superstar with the golf swing that she has. She missed, what, two fairways? For the whole week or something crazy. And, and I think she missed one by six feet, one by inside of three feet. Sorry. So for Jin Young-Ko, and, and again, John takes these press conferences and breaks them down and cuts them down for us, especially uh, like this because she's she's not, she's going through an interpreter. And I realize that on a TV and radio stuff, that can be hard, but hang in there with us because it's worth hearing. And so she was asked what works so well on the front nine, what allowed her to quickly make up the deficit that she had started with? And then what was her mindset? What were her goals entering this final round? Uh, uh, The first round was uh, kind of disappointing. And so before the second round, I felt like I had nothing to lose. And so I really wanted to go out there and uh, play a game where I would have no regrets. And then in the second and third round, I felt that I got a lot of birdies and my swing was where I wanted it to be. And so I thought going into the fourth round that uh, if I give it my best shot, that I would have a shot at winning. I thought in the front nine, I was striking really well. So going into the putting, I was really confident. And then looking back on the four rounds and even to the Founders Cup, I was putting very well. And uh, after the front nine, I learned that I had three pars and six birdies, and my uh, life best score was eight under. So I wanted to really attack the course in the uh, back nine. And although, and I today recorded eight under, and I'm kind of disappointed that I didn't get to re- um, break that personal record of my life best score, but um, I still did my best, and I think that I really gave it my best in my first playoff ever. Pretty interesting, isn't it, with Jin Young-Ko uh, winning in that playoff. The mark was 22 under par just to get in. Uh, and what she has done with, with the, the tear that she is on certainly merits her going back to world number one. 
Uh, Lydia Ko ended up finishing in a tie for second. She finished a 17 under overall, but distinctively she finished with a final round of 64. And she was asked about having her old caddy back on the bag for the first time in like ever. Uh, she, you know, again, there's a lot of stuff that's still moving parts in, in the world. And, and there's no better time probably in the history of mankind to say a comment like that to someone to go, yeah, there's a lot of moving parts and everyone gets it. Everyone knows exactly what you're talking about. Uh, when did things really start to click after the uh, rough opening round for Lydia Ko? And they asked her to take the, the media asked her to take them through the final round at the ladies BMW championship. Um, I obviously played really solid today. I think I only missed one or two greens. Um, I didn't have to like chip to make up and down. Uh, so my my iron shots and shot into um, the greens were really solid. Uh, you know, I started off well birding the first three holes and you know, try to feed off that momentum for the rest of the day. Uh, but it seems like there were a lot of low scores, so I feel like it's not as low as I did shoot. But you know, to be able to um, finish on a high note after kind of having a rough start on the first day. Um, I'm proud of the way that I fought back the last three days. Um, you know, I've been, my ball striking has been really good leading up to this week. Um, and the first day I really didn't feel like it was there. My iron play wasn't good. Normally, like if my iron play has been like one, like driver or irons, one of the two have been working. But the first day I really didn't have any of them. And when I made a mistake, I kind of kept topping it up with another mistake. Uh, so it was really hard to kind of feed off any momentum on that first day. But um, I talked to Sean, uh, you know, on my drive over to the golf course on the second day, and he said the swing is looking fine. So just be really aggressive. And that's what Dave thought as well. So I just tried to play aggressive. And I think when I did that, even though I missed it, I felt like it was solid. And that's a good place to be with my long game. And, you know, when you see putts start falling, I think that's know a good mindset uh, to be in um, and you know I, f I felt like I putted really solid and I think there was something that I could kind of lean on uh, even if I did miss a green. Hey Matt so I found that information about Paul Stankowski if you want me to quickly share that. Yes please. As I interrupt inappropriately again. No no it's fine. Uh, so the Charles Schwab Championship the next, the top 54 in the standings is who advanced to the Timber Tech Championship. I was right, by the way, with the name of that event, which is not this week, but next week. And Paul Stankowski, who has very respectably in only, I think it's only 14 events, he's 66 in the standings. So he just missed that cutoff to get into the second playoff event. But I don't, again, I don't know the ins and outs of status on the Champs Tour, but that finish on the uh, Charles Schwab Championship standing 66 for the season, we'll have to ask him, but that's going to get so him status. So he finished tied for 31st in the year. tournament, but 66 obviously wasn't enough to get him. If he had been on the number, though, he would have advanced, is what you're telling me, if he was inside the number. Correct. Oh, okay. Did yeah, he, get he would back have been you? inside the number. I know you sent him a text had... this morning. No, I didn't send him a text. Oh. I, you know who I did send a text is Kate Smith, our friend that we – we met last week because she was playing in stage two at Q school. Okay. She missed by one shot. Oh, Matt, Dominic. Advancing to the Q series. It just shows you the razor line that they're on. Maybe if uh, she hit she it, was, maybe she was she's in great spirits though. She'll be a little more instead of talking to us. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I thought she wasn't going to, I thought she'd be angry and like not be talking to me and be like, listen, the whole, the whole deal's off, Dom. I want nothing to do with your show. I, want nothing, I quit golf. I want nothing to do with any of this. Look what you but she didn't. She was. <laughs> that's right. 
that's uh, that's what she felt. So she she was fine with it all, and she's her spirits are very high, and she'll be playing with a very high level Symmetra Tour status, and probably be playing all of her events out there. Also, additionally, just one more minor note: Andy Ogletree, our other Beyond the Ropes on the men's side, this former is great, USAM this champ. This is Dom ADHD live, folks. The, 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 go yeah, to our right. ADD camera. He fa <laughs> there it is, full screen. <laughs> so. He, he was playing in stage two of the Corn Ferry Tour Q School, and okay. he finished second. Ooh. So he'll be – so he's moving on to the Corn Ferry Tour finals to secure super high-level status there and maybe get some tour status as well. Because remember, he had no status at all uh, with his injuries and the pandemic and whatnot. Ooh, what did you call uh, So he's in great no shape status. going to the Corn Ferry Tour and possibly potentially the PGA Tour next year. And I exchanged some messages with him too. I was like, hey, man, that's great. You're doing good. And he's awesome. like, I'm tired. I'm going to take 10 days off. I was like, you do that. Dom who? Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, congratulations. Thanks. Who is this? Yeah. How did you get my number? <laughs> That's the best one. How did you get this number? Leave, my, leave me alone. Stop texting BenHoganGolf.com. BenHoganGolf is your <laughs> tour truck. The relationship between you and Ben Hogan Golf is a direct relationship. You're not going through any middleman. That's the reason why you're going to save, what, 40 50%? on what would normally be a retail markup for their product. Uh, and their product is smoking good. Check it out when you get an opportunity and you'll see just how beautiful the Ben Hogan golf equipment is at whatever level you play the game from mid to high handicaps, right down, down to the very best in the world at whatever you're looking for, whether you're looking for metal woods, maybe you're looking for a driver, uh, those irons that are exceptional, they sit right next to me here on the set, or whether you're looking for something in putters and wedges, golf bags, accessories, you name it. BenHoganGolf.com has it available to you. They will finance the clubs if you want to. They'll take trade-ins on your current set if you want to. They will make sure that it works for you, including sending you samples so that you can try them out at your home course to make sure that you know before you buy. Think about all of this. That's the reason why they are absolutely exploding. And I think the most exciting part is the clubs you're going to slip in your bag will say Ben Hogan etched right in the metal. BenHoganGolf.com. So when we come back, we're going to talk about the PGA Tour and what happened there. Big, big name. Major champion winning at the Zozo Championship. Stay with us. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. TheGolfTravelGroup.com is a luxury golf tour operator that specializes in custom travel itineraries to Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, Iceland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and more. Guaranteed advanced tee times, incredible accommodations, airport meet and greet services, private guided tours, and private drivers, all in luxury vehicles. And they have a staff that's been doing it forever. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. It screams, it tracks, it's soft, it reacts. It is the Bridgestone Tour B with a game-changing reactive cover designed to spring faster off your driver and stick longer to your wedges. Try Bridgestone's Tour Bs. 
The Tour Ball Reinvented. Even though we're in Texas, we don't believe that bigger is always better. At Ben Hogan Golf, we believe in something called micromanufacturing, a concept Mr. Hogan taught us long ago. It's a belief that handcrafting golf clubs one at a time to your exacting specifications is the reason we make some of the best quality and best performing equipment in the world. And we don't believe in big prices. That's why we only sell directly to you at BenHoganGolf.com. Let me ask you a question. Are you in pain on the golf course? You know, pain management is a crisis in America. It affects over 100 million people and 35% of golfers. But now we can do something about it. BioFit 360 is a new company here to help us manage and alleviate that pain naturally. They've developed a formula that safely extracts CBD from the hemp plant and utilizes all of its healing properties to help us. They have a relief cream, they have gummies, they have sleep aids, and much more. It will change the way you feel on the golf course and in life. All you need to do is head to BioFit360.com. Feel better, do better, be better. Streamsong is so special with three top 100 U.S. courses designed by four legendary architects. Tom Doak's Blue Course, Bill Core and Ben Crenshaw's Red Course, and Gil Hansen's Black Course. Secluded by thousands of acres, the greatest golf stories are lived, not told. Streamsongresort.com Created without the constraints of time or money, PXG Golf Clubs are the most technologically advanced available today. And they are a perfect union of art, science, and engineering. And the PXG experience is unlike any you've had before. After you've been custom fit, your clubs will be built to exacting standards and your exact specs in the USA. So when you hear it, you know. PXG, nobody builds golf clubs the way we do, period. Log on to pxg.com. Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world. The Fairways of Life show. On air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews, unforgettable stories, taking you beyond the ropes. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show this Monday. Pleasure to have your company from wherever you're joining us today around the United States or around the globe and on whatever medium you're joining us today. We are live on digital radio every day, then we instantly become uh, 24-7 available podcast. Everything's always for free or whether you're joining us on the television side where we are uh, the only uh, global golf talk show that's available around the world streaming for free every single day. So, And we've got some really big plans coming up for 2022 that we can't wait to share with you as soon as we are ready to unveil that present, maybe a little bit closer to the holidays in keeping with that spirit. Well, it was in keeping with some great golf. Now, I know we hadn't been playing some great golf coming in. He said he wasn't even totally satisfied with the golf that he played this week. But at the Zozo Championship in his homeland, Hideki Matsuyama played well enough to beat the rest of the field by five strokes. He had a final round of 65, tied for set, 15 under par, mind you, tied for second at 10 under, five shots behind was Brendan Steele and Cameron Tringali. Steele with a 66 in the final round, Cameron Tringali with a 69, a tied for fourth, at six under par, Mackenzie Hughes, Matt Wallace, 
Sebastian Munoz. From there, we go to tied for seventh. I'm going to give you the, the tied for seventh group because that'll take us right up through the, everyone in the top ten. Uh, tied for seventh at five under was Lanto Griffin, Keegan Bradley, uh, Luke List, Sam Ryder, Tommy Fleetwood, Colin Morikawa, who got better. He opened, Colin opened with a 71, but he, he backed it with 68, 67, 69. Uh, Brandon Grace was the last at five under par. He opened with a 72, but he backed it with 66, 67, 70. When you see that, you always wonder if maybe it was a fatigue, maybe it was the amount of travel that they did to, to get there. Uh, but they all got better as they got there and probably got some rest and got into the rhythm time-wise and all the rest. Just looking through to see if there's some other names that are jumping out to me here. They'd be like, how did so-and-so do? And uh, Xander Shoffley tied for 28. There you go. He finished at uh, even par. 70, 74, 68, 68. Joaquin Neiman finished in that same tie for 28th level par. 64 to open, but then went 71, 73, 72. Uh, let's see. Ricky Fowler finished tied for 44th at three over. 70, 71, 71, 71. He had already sent out something on social media saying thank you to the organizers. Thank you to... Uh, everybody in Japan for being so welcoming to him, being so, so kind to him. Uh, Bill Haas finished at five over, tied for 52nd, 71-72-70-72. Will Zaltoris finished sixth over, tied for 54th. Uh, open with a 69, pretty good opening round, but then went 76-73-68. I bet all the, the players are looking forward to the holidays coming up and just getting a chance just to chill and just to relax. Uh, Tyler McCumber finished a tie for 62nd at uh, 8 over par. Brandon Todd finished in the same mark. Doug Gim finished one higher at 9 over. Strep, uh, Sepp Straka finished at plus 9. Peter Malnati finished 12 over, 74th. Doc Redman finished tied for 75th at 14 over par. So that's just quickly going through that leaderboard. But... It was a great triumph for Hideki Matsuyama. Uh, in, in, to that point where I talked about how he rated his game, uh, he was opened up. Remember, this is going to go through a translator. He, he, in his press conference, they asked him about, is it true that you ranked your game? You just won, and you won convincingly against a stout field, but you ranked your game a 1 or 2 out of 10 on a 10 scale? 1 or 2? Really? Uh in, in the fact that he mentioned that he just wasn't feeling good about his game coming in, how did he feel or did, does he feel that he overcame that in getting his victory? And mostly, and I think this is the most important message of them all, what it feels like, how excited was Hideki Matsuyama to win in his homeland of Japan? So, this is it was one of my biggest goals to win in front of the Japanese fans here in this country as well. So happy that I'll be able to accomplish that. And also, in 2019, Tiger won the Masters and went on to win his other championship. So I'm glad I'll be able to emulate that as well. So, this as you guys may have a chance to see me in the driving range, my balls were all over and not consistent. But once at the, out at the golf course, I was able to feed off of the energy of the crowd and was able to play well. 
あ本当ですけど本当にいや、ありがとうございます。
the bogey he made on eight, uh, I felt like kind of gave Cam a little momentum. He birdied nine and ten, and then he bounced back with birdieing the eleventh from really far away, and then the thirteenth. So I felt like his mental strength was on point today. I feel like uh, he showed that he's uh, an amazing player and a worthy major champion. Sebastian Munoz should have that hat that way while he's playing. As Don was telling in some quote from Sylvester Stallone wearing his hat that way. Uh, you go this and I pull it around. I can't even do Sylvester Stallone. The switch, whatever. Munoz finishing. Tie for fourth on the mark of six under par. You heard me mention Xander Shaw. If you're going to hear from him in a second, I want to remind everybody that the PGA Tour Superstore is the presenting sponsor of this show. They are the number one golf retailer in America. It's going crazy. They just opened a new store in Texas this past week. That brings them up to 49 big, beautiful stores spread out from coast to coast, and they have everything you possibly could be looking for for your game of golf within. But what's even better is that which lies within are the professionals that will take care of you when you're there. They're not just trying to sell you a fishing pole or hunting equipment or sneakers to go running or exercise equipment. No, it's the PGA Tour Superstore. And they are the pros that will make sure that what you get for your game is something, yeah, you're going to invest in it, but they're as invested as you are in making sure that it performs best and makes you happy. A great place to get started, too, for your holiday shopping. You're hearing so much about how it's going to be difficult getting stuff for the holidays for people. The PGA Tour Superstore is packed. You can tell they're still expanding around the country. So check them out when you get a chance. Uh, They are the number one golf retailer in America for a reason. All right, Xander Shoffley. Finishing at level par, tied for 28th. There were some really cool shots on social media of him with his grandparents. uh, And and it's said that they do not get a chance to see their grandson uh, play live very often at all. But because they live in Japan, another cool connection with, with this event, it was really cool for him to be there. And so he was asked a number of different things. Takeaways from playing with Hideki during the first two rounds. How many times has your grandfather actually been able to watch you play? Uh, what it was like having some of your family in attendance that you don't usually get to see, that they don't get to see you play as well. How do the Japanese fans in general treat him coming back? Remember, he won a gold medal in Japan at the Olympics this summer. And how did this experience in Japan compare to when you picked up that gold medal just a few months ago? Yeah, it wasn't uh, quite the same experience. Um, didn't play as well, but I enjoyed being here uh, despite the lockdown and COVID rules. Uh, but Overall, yeah, it was nice. Just saw some of my family here, which was really cool. I, I don't get a, a big opportunity to see them since they don't travel to the U.S. very much. So um, that was kind of the, the shining moment for me. Yeah, they were great. They are very supportive, uh, just really polite. And, uh, you know, they almost, you know, open like uh, when you're over there, they clap when you walk up to tee boxes and up to green. So um, us players really appreciate their support. Uh, my grandpa, yeah, he's uh, – my grandma's come out. I saw both of them on the course. Yeah, it was, it was nice to see him. He was waving like a crazy man on one of the holes. So uh, everyone was standing still and he was waving. So it was good to see him there uh, out walking around. Man, uh, probably the first time ever. I don't think he's ever twice, maybe. Not often. I mean, he hasn't come to the U.S. in in quite some time and I don't play a whole lot overseas. So the opportunities are slim. So uh, like I said, it was really cool to see him out there supporting. Yeah, I mean, we're in Japan and he's Japanese. So they want him to win more than anyone else as they should. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure they're, they're pulling them around. I don't know. I haven't looked at the board much at all today, uh, knowing that I couldn't really win. So there was not much point for me. But um, yeah, I, I they, they're rooting him on, and it was it was nice to play with him. He was in he was in really good form through the first two rounds. One being kind of calm, and the other being really windy and rainy. So um, 
really good golf from him uh, at the end of the year here. Really good golf indeed for Hideki Matsuyama, finishing on the mark of 15 under par with that final round of 65. And again, I talked about it earlier. He opened with 64. He just was playing really good, inspired golf in his homeland. So we have golf coming up this week uh, on the PGA Tour. It will be at the Bermuda Championship. Coverage will start Thursday and Friday at 1.30 p.m. on Golf Channel, Saturday at 1 p.m., uh, Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. on Golf Channel for the Bermuda Championship. And we will have much more about that as the week progresses, as well as some pretty big news uh, that broke this weekend. Dom's son, Ryan, becoming a global golf media star. We'll explain that and more at that time. Until then, thank you for your company, folks. Always a pleasure to share uh, any part of the day with you, and we appreciate, actually more than we can express, uh, the support that you have shown us through this continued march. So have a great Monday. We'll be back with you again tomorrow if we're spared. Until then, goodbye for now. If I told you legends like Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross have designed and inspired more than 10 breathtaking courses and they're all in one place, would you believe me? Where is this special place? How far do I have to travel for this golfing nirvana? The answer could both surprise and delight you. It's right around the corner in the heartland of the country. It's Boyne Golf in Northern Michigan. It's a destination so special, so unique, that you'll think you're playing golf on a work of art along the cliffs of the Monterey Peninsula or the raw sweeping landscapes of Scotland. From elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled golf vacation experience. Log on to BoyneGolf.com and see why they're at the heart of America's summer golf capital. Come to where history meets luxury at the family-friendly French Lick Springs Hotel, where there's something for everyone, from kids' fest to shopping, bowling, golf, and other outdoor activities. Or at the West Baden Springs Hotel, you can wrap yourself in old-world elegance, visit our luxurious spa, indulge in an afternoon tea, a historic tour, and multiple sophisticated dining options. Then, finish your day with a cozy carriage ride before turning in for sweet dreams. Only this isn't a dream. Visit FrenchLick.com to plan your vacation today. What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? It's fear of logistics. I don't know where to stay. I don't know how to get tea times. I don't know where to go. I don't know who should take me there. Well, I'll tell you who knows the answer to all those questions. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. That's why the Fairways of Life show has aligned ourselves with these experts. And is there some place you want to go, like the Open or a President's Cup or a Ryder Cup? They can take care of that as well. What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with TheGolfTravelGroup.com. Want to get ball fit like the pros? Now it's easy. Just grab your phone and a friend and have them record a video of you hitting a drive. Hello, Senior Tour. I absolutely smoked that. <laughs> anyway, submit your video to BridgestoneGolf.com. You'll receive an email showing your stats and the best tour be for your game. So get fit and get better. Sweet. <laughs> you got me on a good day. Ireland is home to over 400 courses, including a third of the world's natural links and a selection of exceptional championship courses in amazing locations, as well as hosting the prestigious Ryder Cup, Solheim Cup, and the Open. Experience golf like you never have before from Royal Port Rush, Royal County Down, Port Marnock, Lahinch, Valley Bunyan, or Tralee. Let yourself be embraced by the culture and history and feel the warmth of the Irish people who will make you feel as though you have not left home, but returned to it. For more information, log on to Ireland.com. 
Let's face it, there's no better feeling than getting new golf gear, and where you get your golf gear matters. PJ Tour Superstore is America's number one golf retailer. Whatever you're looking for, they have it. And you can get custom fit. You can shop online or safely in their stores. At the PJ Tour Superstore, you'll always find golf's biggest brands and all the latest equipment right at your fingertips. If you need it or want it, they've got it. Log on to PGATourSuperstore.com to upgrade your game today.